Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. I am the Senior Vice President of Sales here at Guildhall, as well as the Senior Market Analyst. And right by my side, as always, is Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, this week is an exception to no show we've ever done. This is going to be a jam-packed information show full of wonderful tips And we have a little bit of a play on words this week for our show. But before we get started, folks, the numbers to call throughout the show today, 1-877-78-SILVER or over to the website guildhallwealth.com. That website is your source of everything related to our markets, gold, silver, precious metals, natural fancy colored diamonds. And it is the one-stop place where you can go to get educated, find out more about what we are doing. We have a seminar announcement coming up in January, which is going to be exclusively focused on registered accounts, RRSPs, TFSAs, everything that we like to do this time uh, of the year to get people prepared for that RSP deadline. We have a ton in the show to talk about, but before we do, Jeremy... I know you're chomping at the bit. Yeah, you. speaking of, of seminars, we had one this past weekend, and uh, I was hoping you could tell everyone a little bit about how that went. All right. This show is going to be one where we're going to talk a little bit about some tips and a little bit of holiday giving back to our listeners. We're going to entitle the show Holla Plays. So we're going to talk about the holidays and all the wealth plays that you can make this time of year especially that will help you to prepare for 2018. The seminar this weekend that we just had, it was fantastic, Jeremy. It was fully packed. The office was busy. We had a lot of people stay afterwards. We opened up accounts. People are opening up registered accounts. They talked and spent a little bit of time with Paul on Colored Diamonds, and there was a tremendous buzz in that room as far as what 2018 is going to hold for wealth and a lot of satisfied people that got into our markets. And and the question I have for you on, on that is I do find it interesting that the prices, uh, especially in recent weeks, have been down. Then the Fed comes out, they, they raise it a quarter point, and then we get a, a, a move up in the precious metals as we were pretty much expecting at that point because they've been pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. But Darren, given that the last seminar this past weekend was so successful, why is it that people are willing to buy precious metals at this low price right now? For those that attended the seminar, it was very clear, Jeremy, that they had, number one, enough time to take and concentrate and focus themselves on being educated about what's happening in terms of value investing. They've listened to our show. They've heard us talk about how cheap gold and silver are relative to where they've been in the marketplace recently and in the last few years. They are excited for what the future holds. They're determined because they are finding that the gains they had made in their portfolios in the last decade are not there to be made now. They're either late to the game, they're hoping to get returns in their stock portfolios, but they're worried the stock market may be way far overbought at this point in time. That was certainly a concern that was shared amongst the audience. And they're uncertain about where their wealth has been and what it's done for them and what the end result has been. So they love the concept of knowing where their money is. They love the concept of insuring their wealth. And they love the concept of tangible hard assets. Diamonds, gold, silver. I can hold it in my hand. 
I can pass it on to the next generation. It can provide me income. We've proven beyond a reasonable doubt that at a gain of 20% average per year, gold can be sold as necessary, especially in a registered account to provide some income for investors as we move forward. And that's not even taking into consideration where gold and silver could end up. But overall, the audience was far more genuinely concerned with being educated about where their money is and far less concerned about focusing on the more traditional avenues of investment. They want to change. And it was very clear from that seminar. Yeah, I think from from when I talk to people, there what I hear is a lot of similar things in the sense of people wanting to take control over their finances and, and they might not be necessarily happy with having it controlled and not knowing what they have. So I do find that when people make the decision to move into precious metals or to learn about precious metals, they are taking their financial uh, future into their own hands. And so they have a lot of questions and I think that's always a good thing. One of the things that I did notice from the people that did arrive is uh, that came to the, this most recent seminar is a lot of them had come to the seminar with a lot of research already behind them. They did a they did a lot of research on precious metals, and this seminar was to sort of help solidify some of the things that they'd learned along the way. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call, folks. If you want to get a free investors kit, get it sent right to your door or via your email address. We're happy to send that out for you. The website is guildhallwealth.com. Be paying attention because very soon we're going to be announcing the new seminar coming up in January. It's January the 16th, 7 p.m. at the Quest Trade Center. It's 1 Street Hendon, which is 1 Street north of Young and Finch on Young Street. It's easy to find. It's a big building. We've done numerous seminars there. We're going to have QT reps, Quest Trade reps on site with us. We'll be able to open up accounts that evening, get the ball rolling. You can come prepared doing all the footwork ahead of time, and we'll be happy to answer questions about how to get physical gold and silver into your portfolios. So let's get into uh, today's topic, Darren, because we know how quickly this show can disappear on us um, because we have so much to talk about. So uh, we are going to be talking about something specific that you came up with and what are we calling that? Hall of Plays. It's Hall of Plays. Plays. It's, listen, I, I come from a sports background, Jeremy. I'm an avid fan of many sports. I played competitive sports all my life and continue to this day to play sports. I'm a big fan of set plays. These are the pieces of information, advice, feedback, opinions only, folks. We are not your financial planners or advisors. But in my mind, these are the things that people need to know about their wealth and how these relate to our products at Guild Hall. So this is Holiday Plays. That's right, Hall of Plays. And we put them together and Love created it. Hall of Plays. You got, got it. it. All right, let's go with number one, Darren. Hall of, Hall of Plays rule number one is debt. Good debt versus bad debt, you need to know the difference. I went to three sources on this, Investopedia, Money Sense Canada, and The Motley Fool, a great website for feedback on all things related to finance. Good debt typically defined as debt used to finance something that will increase in value in the future. And there are three places in particular, education, entrepreneurialism, and real estate. Three areas of good debt, Jeremy. Those are on my good debt list this year. Those are not naughty spots to have debt, but you're looking at me like you're saying there's a fourth. Well, no, what I was going to say is that I agree. I've used uh, debt in all three uh, occasions. 
I think for real estate, the idea of good debt is specifically on primary real estate. Uh, obviously, we don't want to get beyond our means in terms of in terms of that. Um, so if you can afford it, that's great. Um, there is a fourth, which is uh, investing if you're doing it properly. Sure. And as it relates to our markets, good debt as an example of investing, which really is education, entrepreneurialism, and real estate. But if we break it down further, that could involve the use of something like our allocated financing. So when it comes to other people's money, that could be the example of good debt, where I'm using other people's money in order to make a return on my own. Look at the wealthy folks. It's what they do every day. They find ways to spend other people's money and reserve or hold back their own. The idea of allocated financing at Guild Hall is very simple. If you want to buy a thousand ounces of silver, as an example, you can still do that. But the cost to do so at today's price is going to run around 18, 19,000 Canadian. For the same 18, 19,000, you could hold back a big chunk in your pocket, keep it dry for a rainy day to cost average your position and still own a thousand ounces of silver. We can do that at Guildhall. 10 100 ounce RCM silver bars at a fraction of the price. In fact, under $10,000 at this point in time. 18778 Silver is the number to call if you're interested in finding out more about allocated financing and our Hall of Plays and guildhallwealth.com. So, Jeremy, in addition to that, you have another suggestion in terms of how financing can be used in a good way. Exactly. Another good way you could approach the financing is that. Whether it's your cost averaging your own position or saying, you know, you're looking at the price of gold and silver right now and you see that it is lower. We are hitting a low right now. We're just coming off of that low. Maybe we want to take advantage of that lower price. So you you put up a smaller amount, you borrow, and then you can buy, you can pay that off over time. You're not obligated to make the payments, but certainly if you were to uh, buy a thousand ounces of silver and you only put up ten thousand dollars today, you could pay off the other eight to ten thousand dollars over time and know that you've accumulated uh, the gold and silver at these lower prices. So that's another way to approach it, which is just to say, look, there's a deal in the market. We want to take advantage of it. We know that if we pay it off over time, we'll cover the financing cost of it, and you're you're good. Another route to take, as you mentioned right off the bat, was the colored diamonds. You know what we've seen in colored diamonds, especially pinks, where they're moving up at over twenty percent a year. If you're buying something that's over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and they have never dropped in value, you're talking savings and loan crisis, dot com bubble, subprime bubble. Um, anything that you can think of and the prices of of the pink diamonds have continued to rise that might be a consideration of especially if you can get a line of credit at a low interest it might be something to consider if you're looking to pay that off over time because you know that the the value is increasing gold and silver is cheap right now it represents value we're going to spend some more time on this concept of hall of plays bad debt coming up why to turn profits into tangibles and how to do it. We're going to talk Bitcoin because that's a prime example right now. Jeremy, whether it's home delivery, whether it's the depository to store your bullion, whether it's a registered account, RSPs, TFSAs, for which we're happy to give you one gram of free gold for every 5000 US you spend, allocated financing, as we had mentioned, Jeremy, a number of ways for people to get into these markets. It is essential to get educated. To do that, you have to call the number. It's one eight seven seven eight silver 
or head over to the website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. Great break right there, and we're right back at it. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website, Jeremy. Remember, folks, free Precious Metals Advisor. We'll give it away to you. It's our newsletter. It's an industry standard newsletter known the world over. We're happy to send this out to you on a weekly basis, and it's free of charge. For the time being, our clients get it for the lifetime of their duration as a client with Guildhall. Free investment kit. We talked about holoplays, Jeremy, in the first segment. A very interesting concept. We talk about good debt, bad debt. Let's not spend too much time on it. Suffice to say, it's common sense. Bad debt, folks brand new automobiles. Don't take a ton of debt to buy a new car. It's a depreciating asset. It does not return its value. Clothing, consumables, other goods and services. Don't use your credit cards to pay for things you can't afford out of your pocket. Yes, I'm 18, 20, 25. I'm a cool kid. I'm trying to fit in. I got to have the Timberlands. I got to have the clothing. I got to have all the top-notch brands. Don't do it at the expense of getting in debt at a young age. It's not smart, folks. If you're listening, just don't do it. And credit cards, prioritize your high-interest debt, folks. Credit cards are a killer of wealth. It's perpetual debt. We never pay them down to zero. Most people have that debt for decades. Pay it down. Pay it off. Get rid of it. Jeremy, let's go on to Hall of Play's rule number two. Turn profits into tangibles. We got a major announcement for Guildhall, and it is something that I am excited about. I'm pumped. I know you are. We have a lot of people in the Bitcoin industry, a lot of people, our clients, listeners here to our show talking about Bitcoin. It has been on everybody's mind. Monumental run, bubble or no bubble, bubble. It could be $100,000. We don't know. Analysts are back and forth on the fence. How can we turn our Bitcoin profits into something tangible? What's happening at Guildhall that's going to allow us to do that? Yeah, you know, if the, the, the fact is, is that the cryptocurrencies have done very, very well. They could continue to keep doing well. I, I know that the, in the bubble talk territory, they are saying it's, it's surpassed the tulip bubble on Bitcoin. But if you've done great in Bitcoin and you're looking for ways to take profit, come to Guildhall. We offer the ability to convert Bitcoin into precious metals. So we do have the ability to trade in Bitcoin for precious metals. So that's that's a great thing that we're now offering to our clients over at Guildhall. And uh, again, we know that one of the the keys to success is being able to make things as accessible and easy as possible. So whether it's using bill payment to pay for gold, using e-transfers to pay for gold and silver, debit for gold and silver. We use pre-authorized debit as well, which is something that we use for our, our clients. All of those are completely free. Well, now you can also use your Bitcoin to buy gold. And uh, all you have to do is contact us. The steps are really, really easy. One eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. Think big, not small, folks. If you've made a return on Bitcoin and you're as excited as we are about the opportunity of what to do with those profits, recognize that there is all kinds of opportunities sitting in front of you. One of which, as Jeremy said, is to own gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds using your Bitcoin. What could be easier? It's so simple. And when we saw this and it opened up my eyes to exactly how easy it was to use Bitcoin to buy gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds, I'm just amazed that more people have not done it as of yet. Now, this is only something that happened this week, folks, but 
This is going to be permanent. We're going to allow this to happen constantly. And it's part of our Hall of Plays rule number two, turn profits into tangibles. The same thing can be said about RRSPs. We put gold and silver into RSPs on a regular daily basis for folks across this fantastic country of ours. And right now, Jeremy, the stock markets have been on a high. They've made a lot of money in the last few years. Profits have been there. We've talked to clients. Some have made decent returns. Is it time to think about taking profits off the table? We're not your planner. We're not your advisor. But for me, when I have something that's made some money and that's at nearing the end of what has been a nice run, could be recession on the horizon. There could be all kinds of turmoil in terms of currencies coming up. Stock markets are a little overheated right now, folks. If you've taken profit off the table, keep it in your RSP. Put it into some gold and silver. That's long-term wealth, wealth that can be passed down to generations. could always end up at the end of the day taking that physical asset and taking ownership of it when you retire, converting it over to a lira. An awesome opportunity, one way to turn profits into tangibles. Yeah, you know, Darren, we have been through it. We've seen the market run like crazy in precious metals, and we know how investors can get, and we know how, as as investors ourselves, we know how we can get. It's important to take some profit off the table as you're going along. And if you're in the registered account, as an example, and you don't yet have an allocation of physical precious metals in your portfolio, this is a great opportunity to take some profits that you might have in your um in your stock portfolio and say, you know what, I've, I've made good money here, time to roll over a little bit and start that diversification for my portfolio and own that 10, 15% that most advisors are, are recommending, uh, especially if you look at the Bits and Read report from I think 2011, uh, which we have, we'll, we can give that to any listener. And the idea of allocating some physical metal, things are going great, that's okay, but when did Noah build the ark? Before the storm. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call to get involved, to get into these markets, and to take advantage of the value we find in gold and silver right now. This is where we are. It is incredible. Jeremy, let's go on to Hall of Plays rule number three. Build wealth every month. This is a big one. I put in brackets, invest the change. Folks, you always put that change aside. You put it into a bottle. You put it into your piggy bank. You put it into your kid's room. Set them up with an RESP right away. You have the option of putting that in the bank, and that's a great option. Teach them about savings. Teach them from a young age the value of money. But get it in something that's going to protect their wealth. Gold and silver is one way to do it. We have an option for those people who have change on a monthly basis, just floating around. you got 40 50 bucks, 150 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is. We have the Monthly Buyers Club. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about that opportunity. So I remember in high school, I read the book, uh, The Wealthy Barber. And one of the first things, now remember- You're dating yourself now. I am dating Careful. myself, but when I was in high school, I'm, I'm pretty sure interest rates were above 5%. Let's put it, let's put it that way. Indeed they were. So the idea of putting money in the bank and then getting that compound interest was, was key. Today, we're not getting that compound interest because interest rates are well under 2%. And so what do you do? I still believe the pay yourself first rule is a great rule. I think that plays into this build your wealth every month. And- We watch clients come in, they get their 10-ounce bar every month that's costing less than $300, and over the course of the year, they've ended up with 120 ounces of silver. It doesn't matter where the price of silver ends up in the year, because what happens is is as you start to accumulate precious metals and you start to learn about the market, 
you don't want it to run so quick. You, you know, of course, as investors, we want to invest in something and we want the market to go up the next day. And that's what's wonderful about things like uh, the cryptocurrencies where the, the return is so quick that, you know, it just satisfies that need. But long term, listen, I've been in precious metals for over 10 years. Long term, I'm very happy with what's how the performance has done and what it's done in terms of protecting my wealth. So as people start to invest and they start to accumulate on a regular basis, we find that they're happy to continue to buy at the lower prices because they're trying to build up that portfolio. So the the monthly buyers is a great way to buy 50 ounces, 10 ounces. Um, you know, I have a client that's putting in uh, roughly 10,000 a month to, to acquire the precious metals. So that constantly taking advantage of cost averaging. Some months you're able to buy more for your money. Some months you're buying a little less. But you're cost averaging the whole time, and it's a great way to add to the portfolio. And then you turn around and you say, hey, I've got my accumulation, and that's what you want. It didn't hurt. You didn't have to go out and say, okay, how am I going to spend 50000 No, you spent 2000 a month, and, and lo and behold, you ended up with 50000 worth of physical bullion in your hand. All right, I like that rule. Build wealth every month. Hollet plays rule number three, and you got the e-store. Jeremy, let me give a piece of practical advice. Yes. I did the numbers I today, this. and you'd be amazed, folks, at what wealth can become just by using that change you have every day in your pocket. And in this case, perfect example. They call it the latte factor, folks. $5 a day spent at one of the premium coffee places equates to 35 a week or 150 a month. Don't think you spend it. Check your pockets. I'll bet you there's lots of you out here listening who do it every day. $35 a week, $150 a month. If you invest $150 a month, that's $1,800 a year, and you earn 20% annual return, which the gold market has done since 2002, that would be a total amount invested from 2002 every month up until 2017 of $27,000. It's a lot of money. Yeah. What is the $27,000 worth right now? If you had accumulated that simple $5 a day rule put into gold, buying every month between 2002 and 2017, that $27,000 would be worth $225,000 right now. So wait a minute, if I forego my latte, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming up on $5 a, a day. This is Hollow Plays. It's a eggnog latte this yes, time of year. Yes, pumpkin thinking. spice. That's right. Um, if I... If I Put it into precious metals instead. If I'd been doing that over the last ten years, then even though I'm going to outlay that thirty thousand over the decade anyway on coffee, which that in itself is amazing, um, but instead I would have over a quarter million dollars essentially. That's what you're saying. One compound change of twenty percent per year from two thousand two till now. That twenty seven grand is worth two hundred twenty five thousand. I mean, what else do you need to know, folks, than that? <laughs> Invest in yourself. Accumulation really. of wealth is long-term. Gold is a long-term play. You, in the short term, if you're new to this, you haven't seen gold take off like we have. It was but only six years ago that 2011 brought a price in gold of $1,923. That same time, silver was $49 an ounce. And you can do that within your registered account too. I do that for my for my registered account. I have money pulled out of my bank account on a regular basis, 
not large amounts, but I do it on a weekly basis so I don't notice it. And then at the end of the month, I go, oh, you know what? I've got a good amount of cash in here. And then every few weeks, I'm able to purchase additional product in my registered account. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom If it's home delivery you want, it couldn't be easier. Go to our e-store, top right-hand corner of our website, guildhallwealth.com. You'll find the store online where you can shop and get that bullion sent right to you. Christmas presents were filled full of great ideas, coins, bars, whatever it is that you want to put aside. I can't think of a better way in this day and age of senseless consumerism when we spend a whole month during December trying to figure out what little Billy wants because he has everything that he's ever wanted. No more gift cards. No more gift cards. Just Buy him some silver. (laughs) Buy some gold. Contact Guildhall Wealth. Sorry to interrupt you, Darren, but because it's so easy to go online, we're seeing more and more uh, of our of our investors, as well as a whole bunch of new investors coming in. It's so easy to just go online, order your silver maples, order some some five gram bars, any order over five hundred dollars. We ship for free. You can pay through e transfer. Um, through bill payment. Uh, It's so easy. It's free to pay for the product. And of course, we now accept Bitcoin. So you don't have to go anywhere. You you can skip the malls, skip the lines, go on to Guildhall, get some physical precious metal. We'll deliver it to you. And now you've got your gifts. Where is Emerald Lagasse when I need a BAM? Because it couldn't be easier. I love it. Jeremy, I'm having so much fun on today. It's the Holoplays show, folks. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number to call to get some physical gold and silver. This show has been fantastic, Jeremy. It's one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. There's an e-store there. We make buying easy, folks, whether it's gold, silver, or both metals. If you'd like to buy a natural fancy colored diamond, make the phone call, get educated. We'll put you on to the Precious Metals Advisor. It's our free industry newsletter on gold, silver, and everything natural, fancy colored diamonds, whether it's home delivery, whether you want to store your metal with us, put it in a registered account. You might have a spousal RSP you'd like to top up. Maybe the conversion of an RSP over to a Lira, a RIF, a TFSA. If you've never invested, January 1st, $57,000 limit. You can put $57,000 worth of bullion into your TFSA and it is capital gains free. We also talked, Jeremy, about the allocated financing, we can show you how to get more than half off the price of one ounce of silver or gold using the concept of other people's money. Lots of options for our listeners. Yeah, and very quickly, I want to talk about, um, I had a client of mine contact me this week, the beginning of the week, talking about the registered accounts. And uh, he was pulling up another financial institution's uh, prospectus on precious metals and uh he asked me four questions about, does your vault do independent audit? Do they send that audit to the clients? Do they have access to that? Um, how does this all work? And essentially, you know, I, I mentioned to the client, obviously we respond very quickly because we're very service oriented at Guildhall. And I just said, look, you, we, I double checked, you did receive your itemized inventory report from us. So we give you that report right away. And of course, clients have the opportunity to go to the vault and personally audit their holdings. Yes, Guildhall is auditing all the time. We want to make sure that the right product is getting into the right client's accounts. And then the vault itself does an audit every year to make sure that every single thing on the itemized inventory reports is in the individual's account and that everything has been transposed properly. 
And as soon as I told him, wait a minute, you don't understand. We don't, we don't have to, I can answer all your questions, but you have your own inventory report and you have access to the vault to personally audit. We don't have to go through all a rigmarole to show that you have to trust Guildhall the institution or Questrade the institution on the auditing because we're not standing in your way of your metal. And that was one of those things that was kind of an aha moment where the client said, oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder why this company is institution is making it sound that somehow they're covering all their bases. Well, they would cover all their bases if they just offered pure allocated product and gave their clients the serial numbers. That's what we're doing at Guildhall. Keeping it simple, Jeremy, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. Let's quickly recap here on Hall of Plays, the show all about the best plays you can make in wealth by Guildhall for our listeners. Hall of Plays rule number one, Jeremy, was a simple one, knowing the difference between good and bad debt. Yes. Hall of Plays rule number two was turn profits into tangibles. Think about Bitcoin as a perfect example. Spend some of that money and get a long-term asset. Put it in the gold and silver. If you've done well in that market, it's virtually a freebie. You can take some of that profit off the table, get yourself a nice Argyle pink diamond, some gold, silver. We're going to talk about diamonds. Use Bitcoin to take care of the loved ones in your life. Set aside something for that next generation, for the kids' education. Bitcoin might not be here in 10 years, folks. We just don't know. At this point, it's bubble. It's not a bubble. We just don't know. So take the profits while you can. Rule number four, ensure your wealth. That's an important one. Insurance types, Jeremy, Paul talks about it all the time, car, home, health, personal belongings. I mean, insurance is in our lives. It's here to stay. It's never going anywhere. But why don't people talk about insuring your wealth? There was a study done, folks, in 2005 of all the major asset classes by Ibbotson. It's a group called the Ibbotson Group. Of all the major asset classes, only precious metals were negatively correlated to all other asset classes. This simply means that when the prices of stocks, bonds, real estate, treasury bills fall, precious metals tend to do the opposite and rise in price. This has been confirmed by the study. They looked at a ton of data, that's Ibbotson Associates in 2005, and they looked at how negatively correlated gold and silver were to the other markets. And when people thought that they had gold and silver in the form of paper assets, ETFs, bank certificates, Typically, they didn't. They were wrong. Those markets in paper all fell in the same direction when the turmoil hit, when the stock market blew off its top, whatever the case might have been throughout those decades. But gold and silver acted in the opposite direction, and they believe that that will continue to be the case. When we talk about insurance, we talk also about colored diamonds, Jeremy. You know we are Canada's experts in natural fancy colored diamonds. Our investors have been with us and in this market for a long time, but this is still new to a lot of people. When I think about insuring wealth, I can think of no better example that you have brought up and have made you know aware uh, to everybody that invests in colored diamonds through your seminars, to the people you talk to. It's the Hancock Red. It's an incredible story. Can you share that with our listeners again because it is a prime example of how people insure their wealth and sometimes not even knowing it. Yeah, this is a great example of um, of a father 
essentially ensuring the wealth for the family without the the family really understanding what was happening with that. And then also don't forget, as we're talking about natural fancy color diamonds, that you can also insure a natural fancy color diamond. You know, when MF Global imploded, there was no insurance. There was no recourse for people to get their money back out of out of that. Now, in the banks, we're insured for up to, I believe, $100,000 in deposits. And beyond that, you're on your own. So how do you insure your wealth? Well, if you are buying a natural fancy color diamond and investing in a natural fancy color diamond, you can still have that fully insured. So if it was lost or stolen, you're not losing the asset. You can replace the asset. And that's that's important. Not always easy to, to replace, like, for example, the one we're about to talk about, which is called the Hancock Red. And what it was, Darren, is um, this gentleman, um, his last name, Warren Hancock, he purchased a red diamond in the 50s for $13,500, which I think today would be equivalent to something like $125,000, $150,000 in today's market. But he was a diamond collector. He was they were in I believe Colorado and he was a farmer, a, a, a cattle farmer and uh, he had a family business. He passed away and the family owed a million dollars for um, the inheritance tax. And while the business was doing okay, they weren't exactly liquid a million dollars. But they knew that dad had a crazy collector, collective habit and was buying these colored diamonds from a local dealer, which was incredible when you think about it, uh, going back to the 50s. And they figured, you know what, let's just sell dad's crazy diamond collection, see what we can get. And if we can get a little bit of money for it and, and push, push back the tax man for a year or two, then that'll give us some time to think and give us some time to figure out how we're going to pay off a million dollars to keep the family business because it was a good business. So they sent all of the diamonds to, I believe it was Christie's, and uh, they, they sent back everything except three diamonds. And one in particular was the what has come to be known as the Hancock Red. It was a 0.95 fancy purplish red round brilliant cut diamond. And uh, they figured that they would get something like 120000 for the diamond when it went to auction. And when the hammer finally fell, they got over $800,000 for it. So they were essentially able to pay the inheritance tax in one shot with one diamond from their dad's collection. So it worked. That is that is exactly how a colored diamond should work. You shouldn't have to sell the diamond, period. But if you had to find the money somewhere, and we know that auctions are always the last, the last choice, that this is how it works. So we all have our plans. We all think the stock market can go forever and that this market and that market can go forever. But this is why if you have the means... You put some of your wealth into a natural fancy colored diamond for the long term because it's going to be generational wealth. So think about a one, think about a half carat pink, for instance, a one carat vivid yellow that you can get into the market for around fifty thousand. You know, a half carat pink. Yes, you're going to be paying a little under two hundred thousand for it, but in ten years, twenty years, that diamond could be worth over a million dollars in twenty years comfortably. We got a diamond on our site, and this is part of Holoplay's rules. This is rule number five. Come up with specific wealth goals. Don't leave yourself or sell yourself short when you're thinking about what it is you want to accomplish. It's easy to say, I'd like to make a million dollars. Well, 10 years ago, I would have said, that's fantastic. It's a lot of money. Fast forward 10 years more, and what a decade this has been in terms of wealth. A million dollars doesn't go anywhere near as far as it did 10 years ago. 
we could have bought twice the amount of real estate 10 years ago, and that goes by in a blink of an eye. Think big, folks. When it comes to wealth, don't set your sights low. It's okay to think big. And if you think big and you plan right, holiday, holiday's rule number five, come up with specific wealth goals, will help you get there. Perfect example, wealthy people tend to be totally clear what they want from their wealth and how to get it. They might not be perfect and everybody makes mistakes, but making mistakes is part of that pattern. The number one reason most people don't get what they want is that they don't know what they want. So think about it in terms of a colored diamond, folks, before we go to break here. We've got a diamond for sale, the tender diamond, lot 35 from a tender just a couple years ago, an Argyle tender. You know how much we love the pink Argyle diamonds. It's a 0.55 carat, fancy deep pink, VVS1, almost internally flawless, emerald cut, 485,000 Canadian. Comfortably, Jeremy, that diamond resells in 10 years, 12 years, as much as three to four times the price, 1.2 million to 1.7 million in my estimation. Yeah, it could be more. You know, the could mine's closing in a couple of years. Uh, that means there's not going to be... 90% of the supply is going to be reduced. So there won't be nearly the same type of diamonds coming to market or anywhere near the, the number we get now, which is uh, under 100 for diamonds like this um, in terms of what goes into the tender. So, you know, look, you add inflation into that, you add dollar devaluations, you add geopolitical unrest, um, lack of confidence in, in certain certain markets and currencies and it could be much much higher than that but uh and we've seen that in the past we've seen clients uh or sorry we've seen stories where people invested a million and within 10 years it was worth eight million so uh, one thing we do know is that what clients are getting for their investment is rarity and the more you invest the rarer the diamond and the rarer the diamond the better the return whether you're getting started with a one carat vivid yellow in and around 40 to fifty thousand or whether you are ready to set your sights a little higher, become part of that wealthy crowd, ensure your wealth, use the Hall of Plays rules, and get into a big pink diamond, Guildhall can help you do both. Folks, if you want to call us, the number is one eight seven seven eight silver You want to see some diamonds online, see what we're all about, look at what these diamonds look like and what can be done with the diamonds. We would even talk about wealth to wear, but you can take a peek on our site, the website is guildhallwealth.com. Now, when we come back, Jeremy, we're going to whip through a couple more Hall of Plays rules. We're going to tie everything up, put it, a bow around it, and set it free so that our listeners can get online, call that number, get their free information package, and get the ball rolling. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to segment number four, The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management here we have been talking about the Hall of Plays rules. Jeremy, a lot of fun today on the show, and since it is the holiday season, Christmas is coming up. We're well into Hanukkah now, and it is an important time of year to not only take stock of what the year has been for people, but what 2018 might hold. When we left in the last segment, and again, folks, the number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver or online at guildhallwealth.com. When we left off the last segment, Jeremy, we were talking about colored diamonds. And Hall of Plays rule number five is something that also relates to this, and we just talked about it. Come up with specific wealth goals. We talked about a 0.55 carat fancy deep pink 
BS1 Emerald Cut, lot number 35 from a previous tender. It is a tender stone, extremely rare. But in between the break and now, you came up with a little bit of more information about how rare. So as you know, Darren, we are members of the Fancy Color Research Foundation. This is a nonprofit organization that uses... Um, major dealers in colored diamonds, and uh, there really is a handful of them, but I think they have sources for about uh, 20 to 30 cl- uh, in uh, colored diamond dealers around the globe. And they also have access to Argyle information as well, and they're getting information of how many diamonds of certain types and characteristics are coming out of GIA on a, on a yearly basis. So one of the things that they've just added to the platform is how many... Uh, they've entered into the index the type and how many pink diamonds have been at the Argyle tender since 2005. So since 2005, there's been exactly 693 diamonds offered at that Argyle tender. Already a low number. Anyone listening to the show Ridiculous. is already sick of hearing the word Argyle. Yeah. They, know what, they know what we mean when we're talking about the Argyle tender, but we're saying that They've put the numbers out there since 2005, in just over a decade, 693 diamonds. Now, they're only giving the info on diamonds that are over half a carat. So if we want to add in diamonds that are under half a carat, we'll probably add maybe another 200 to that. Because I think usually at every tender, there's probably about six, five or six diamonds under, so under less, half a carat. Less than 1,000 diamonds. Well under. Well over a decade of yeah. data. Yeah. So here's what I did. Extreme I, rarity. Yeah. So I looked up one diamond that we have on the site, which is a 0.55 fancy intense emerald pink VS quality Argyle diamond. And a diamond like this has been offered exactly twice at the Argyle tender. Um, they're saying, you know, diamonds of various color clarities like that. There's been 10 um, diamonds with similar shapes and, and whatnot. There's been seven um, the combination of shape and, and color grades, they've seen about 39 diamonds like that, but only two that match those characteristics. Now, the 0.55 deep pink fancy VVS one that we were talking about, there's only been one, the one that was offered that we were able to, to get through the auction. So this is literally a one-of-a-kind diamond that comes around almost once in a lifetime if you're looking for something specific. So we knew what we were getting ourselves into with this diamond. We were happy to to bid up on the diamond and, you know, bid up over 30% than what was chosen last year at those tenders because every year you just have to start at a higher point because we know where this is going to be in the next decade. It's a big diamond, Jeremy. It's a lot of wealth packed into a very tiny spot, but 485000 Canadian is what the asking price is. 10 years, maybe 12 years, that's 1.7 to maybe 2 million, maybe a little maybe more higher. depending on where this market goes. That is what I love about Hall of Plays rule number five. We're coming up with specific wealth goals for our clients all the time. Now, Jeremy, let's move on to Hall of Plays rule number six. This is a particular interesting one. Let's kind of just get through this really quickly, but it's important all the same. Save, don't expect, don't spend unexpected cash. Pretend that extra money, you get a bonus birthday check, any type of windfall, just pretend folks, it doesn't exist. Get in the habit of putting any surprise cash you have, even if it's just that $20 bill you found in your coat pocket, put it 
to work. We already talked about the example of a $5 a day coffee habit and what that has turned into. That's $27,000 at $150 a month, $1,800 a year, which is now worth $225,000 if you put it in the gold every month from 2002 to 2017. If you use this Hall of Plays rule number six, which is saving, don't spend, we're going to turn the tide on these tables that have become extremely depressing in terms of savings rates. Jeremy, did you know the savings rate in Canada in 1981 was 15% on average? Your yearly income, 15% of it was being put in the bank because you folks knew the importance of what the future needed to do. You know, you knew wealth, you understood it better. I don't know what it was. I know that my parents were savers. I hope that that mentality exists in the future for my children. But if we fast forward to 2017, would you be amazed to know that we've dropped from 15% savings down to two and a half percent? And that includes all walks of uh, life, folks. That's the rich, that's the poor, that's the middle class, it's everything in between. And if we take away the wealthy, I'll bet you that two and a half percent falls to a negative number almost, Jeremy. We are getting far too used to living on borrowed money. Bad debt versus good. Hollow plays rule number one. So what do we do here, Jeremy? How do we save? Can we save using gold? Can we save using silver? Yes. And, you know, I would say that especially if you're getting into it for the first time, you're allowed to have some gold and, and silver at home up to a certain point. It's part of your cash component for insurance is my understanding. So get started. Start getting, do a monthly buyer, start getting 10 ounces or 20 ounces a, a month and start getting into the market. Whether some people like to buy the tubes of silver, the, the one ounce maples, and over time it builds up. Once you get up to 500 ounces or more, you might want to consider utilizing a depository storage. And yes, it's going to cost you know just over 1% a year, but at that point, you've got wealth you really need to protect. Um, a lot of clients will choose to put the product into a safety deposit box. It does handle the security. As, and if you're not looking to sell the product for 15, 20, 30 years, then it's it works out perfectly. So get some physical product into your hand. You know, Use that change drawer. You know, Every so often, you get that massive bowl of change and you go to convert it and you say, Hey, you know, I've got several hundred dollars here. Let's get one, let's get one bar of gold, a good solid 10 ounce bar or a kilo bar of silver rather uh, 10 ounce bar of silver is what I'd I was love saying. 10 ounce bar of gold. That'd yeah. Be great. And so, you know, this is a great way to, to just get that physical product into your hand and you, and over time we know that gold and silver beat inflation. And that's the point you've worked hard for your wealth. You want to protect your wealth. And the, one of the ways to do that is to own a physical hard asset like gold and silver. And if you can do it, put aside the money and get involved in a natural fancy colored diamond. The gains on these have been incredible. Astronomical. In fact, we'd be remiss if we didn't say put it all together, folks. If you've got the money, disposable income, remember you can spend Bitcoin with Guildhall. If you've made money in Bitcoin, we now accept Bitcoin as a form of payment for gold and silver. Listen to our ads on air. They're running all week. We can show you how to do it. We've had a great show today. Hall of Plays, rules one through six. And the last one, Jeremy, very important, Hall of Plays rule number seven. Tell yourself, folks, that you deserve to be wealthy. You deserve to be rich. The wealthiest individuals believe that success, fulfillment, and happiness are the natural order of existence. It's the way it's supposed to be. And that comes from self-made millionaire Steve Siebold and his book, How Rich People Think. The single belief drives the great ones to behave in ways that virtually guarantee their success. 
That's right out of that book. I've read the book front to back. I believe in it. And educate yourself, folks. That's why this show exists. Whether you're taking home delivery, whether you're putting your bullying into the depository, whether you're setting up a registered account, a TFSA, an RSP, allocated financing, let us show you how to get silver and gold half off and use other people's money to get into this market. A thousand ounces of silver right now, 10 100 ounce RCM bars in your name for under $10,000. It's an amazing way to invest. And believe me, if it's not for you, we'll be the first to tell you it's not for you. This has been a ton of fun this week, Jeremy. We're going to be bringing a lot more of this fun wealth building atmosphere to the Guildhall uh, website. Go there, guildhallwealth.com. Call the number one eight seven seven eight silver And thank you for tuning in. We hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Watch for the seminar. It's coming up very soon, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.